ADP stock is up 60,000% since it's IPO'd. It's absolute monster and it's a sleeper company because nobody really looks at payroll processing. But this, comp this company operates in 140 countries and processes payroll for over 41 million people. It's an absolute beast that grows simply, seems to be cheap and continues to knock out earnings. Let's take a deep dive and figure out if you bought the stock today, held it for 10 years, how much could you make? You ready? Let's get to work. Welcome to Rational Investing. My name is Cameron Stewart, CFA. Thank you for watching the channel. I greatly appreciate it. Hit the like, subscribe button, always helps me out. We're gonna take a look at ADP this time. This is the Advanced Data Processing Payroll HR company. It's in 140 countries and processes payroll for over 41 million people. This stock has continued to perform well as it hits earnings targets, hits revenue targets, um, and uh, the stock has performed well, as I said, on the outset, over 60,000% return since the IPO. Now we're going to value the stock like we do all stocks here in this channel from a long-term perspective. You want to buy a company and hold it for 10 to 20 years. You are a partner in the business if you're buying stock. It is not something to trade. You buy it, put it on the shelf, and you read the annual report. That's what you do when you own stock. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to view this stock with five key attributes. Number one, we want top-line revenues to grow. Number two, earnings growth. Number three, strong free cash. Number four, low debt. And number five, a well-priced stock. Those five key attributes are what we use to signal further due diligence in a company. You want to meet those five criteria. You'll find those five criteria in a lot of famous books like 100 Baggers or uh, One Up on Wall Street. There's lots of books that reference these types of metrics that are very simple, clear, and if you look at them over a long term, you get a sense for a business that's carved out a moat for itself and a management team that can execute. But let's take a look a little deeply now into ADP. All right, behind me is a nice visual of ADP's revenue. You've got revenue about $7 billion in 2004, and it kind of bumps along, actually bumps along at a nice 12, 10% annual growth rate for a good 20 years as it continues to grow up north to $20 billion of revenue. It looks like revenue growth is coming down a little bit. It's coming down in that 6% range from the 12% earlier at 20 years ago. And we're going to forecast out 5%. So we're going to continue to slow down the growth rate over time as it scales and see what that does to our, to our forecast. But fundamentally, the last 20 years, from 2004 to 2022, it's continued to grow. And we want to see that. That's definitely checking a box for us. Index is the EBITDA or the EBITDA margin. Here, the same story here. You've got EBITDA margins of say 20%, which are strong margins. It's grown recently to 26%. We're going to keep them pretty high and flat at 28 over long term. And you can see that this, this tracking revenue, it's growing from say just shy of $2 billion in 2004 to just over $5 billion in 2023. It continues to click along. You want to see that it's a great um, business that can do that over a 20 year period of time. Let's dive into the Cashflow One Pager. So what is a One Pager? Well, you can check out my website, cashflowinvestingpro.com. We make One Pagers, the analysts there in the Cashflow Club. It looks like this. It looks like this. It's a one-page summary that gives you 10 years of financial information, a 10-year forecast, and an IRR estimate for stock. Let's take a look at the revenue of this, of this company. So revenue in 2014, like I said earlier, $10 billion. It's grown to 10.9, 11.6. 12.3, 12, 14.1, uh, 14.6, 15, 16.5, and 18. Almost every single year there in the last decade, revenue has gone up. If I look as an average return over that 10-year frame, 
the revenue has grown at 6% annually. That's great. It's a great single, mid-single digit, just kind of machine that's knocking out revenue growth. Great job, team. EBITDA, enterprise level earnings, not earnings per share, but total earnings per share, enterprise level, is growing 10% annually over this time. So 2 billion, 2 2.2, 2.5, 2.8, 3, 3.4, 3.7, 3.9, 4.3, and $5.1 billion last year. That is growth every single year for the last decade as margins expand, as revenue grew. Great job, team. That's a 10% annual growth rate in earnings. Fantastic. Debt levels, basically flat here, 2.1 billion uh, for half this decade. Then it went to three and a half. It's sitting at three and a half, which is a 6% long-term growth rate. But if earnings are growing at 10%, it can sustain that. That's nice to see. Uh, excess cash, basically zero here. Market cap, $33.5 billion last earlier in the decade in 2014. It grows and grows and grows to $90 billion last year. That's a 12% annual growth rate as earnings grow. And you get a little bit of market multiple expansion there. Enterprise value is ba basically the same because debt hasn't moved much and, and cash is zero. Debt levels, essentially zero here. They've got um, you know, $3.5 billion of debt, but earnings are 5.1, so they can pay off the debt like that in less than one year. That's essentially zero in my book, 0.7%. So again, that means that we have a equity-like return, from, but a bond-like collateral position. So you're in a, you're in a stock here that's growing you know, mid-single digits every single year for the last 10 years. We look 20 years, same thing. But they have very little debt, so you're protected like a bondholder and you have equity-like upside. We like to see that. Enterprise value to EBITDA. This is a relative value metric. No, EBITDA is not free cash. We'll get there in a second. But this does give us a relative value metric of, over time, how much people are willing to pay for the stock and what does it flow like. And you can see like it, it, it's cheap as 16 times. It's been as high as, say, 21 times, 22 times. Uh, right now, it's sitting around 18 times, which is a fair price to pay for a stock that's growing earnings at double digits. Barely, but it's double digits. Let's take a look at free cash flow. My favorite statement, your favorite statement, the cash flow is where they make their actual jack. Let's figure out how much jack they're making. Adjusted free cash flow, we take free cash flow operations and we expense stock-based comp just as a precaution. It's not an actual cash cost, but I want to punch the companies that try to mask compensation in stock. So 1.7 billion, what they had in 2014, 1.8, 1.9, 1, uh, 2, 2.3, 2.5, 2.9, 2.9, 3.9. A growth rate of 10% annually of free cash flow from operations, which matches the growth rate we saw in EBITDA down here. So the two statements are kind of moving in line, which is a great smell check for accounting. Great job accounting team over at the ADP. CapEx, how much money do they have to put back in the business to keep the train running? So imagine you run the business for 12 months, you do payroll processing for 41 million people, you answer customer complaints, you do all that stuff, you pay the executives, you pay the, the rent. At the end of the day, 12 months of operation, you have uh, $4 billion of cash sitting on the table that is the result of the company's operations for 12 months. What do you then do with it? Well, you peel off a little bit to put back in the business. You always have to do that. 
that's this capex 200 million dollars so they made 4 billion they put 200 million back no big deal that's a that's a drop in the bucket so now you've got 3.8 billion dollars of cash what do you do with it pay down debt eh, you don't really have to they're, they are under levered right now. You don't have to. That means that that $3.8 billion flows right through to you and me. That is what the stock is valued on or should be valued on. So here's your $3.8 billion of free cash flow. My shares, they are gobbling up shares like they're going out of style. There's 483 million shares outstanding earlier in the decade. There's 476, 459, 450, 443, 438, 433. 428, 421, 416. Every single year here, they're taking out shares like it's a machine. Good for them. On average, that's a 2% annual rate of um, deletion of shares, which is very strong. We normally don't see 2%. Two, three, 4%ers are very, very rare. Typically, it might be 1%, if at all. So that's great. That means that this cash flow of $3.8 billion flows through to the 416 million shares outstanding, leaving about $9 per share of free cash flow. This is what the stock is based on. It trades at 270, which is a 4.2% yield, a nice yield for a company that's growing at double digits, buying back shares, has no debt. Very interesting stock. Let's take a look. If we forecast this position, this stock, what it might return in 10 years. Okay, so here we go. We have two forecasts. We have EBITDA and I have free cash flow. We're going to look at both of them. We're going to average the two in the stock price to figure out what is the, like a smell check, kind of finger in the air stock price for 10 years because nobody knows what the future is going to hold. But we can try to protect ourselves by doing a little risk reward trade off. So I've got a basically mid single digit growth rate here, call it five and a half percent. Remember they grew 10% annual EBITDA over the last decade. I'm gonna cut that in half and say, okay, you did that, great job Rockstar, but you're not gonna be able to expand margins higher than that. You're gonna leave margins kind of at their peak and I'm gonna give you a lower growth over the long term as you scale. Okay, it's fair. So I'm targeting 8.8, .8, roughly $8.8 .8 .8 billion of EBITDA over the last decade, over the next decade. They were at 5.1 last year. So they have to add about 3 billion of EBITDA over the decade, reasonable. 19 times EBITDA, it traded average 19 times in the last decade. So it's an average market multiple. And I get, a, I get an enterprise value of $166 billion, less some debt plus some cash, basically the same market cap, 162 billion divide by shares outstanding and I get a $391 price target out 10 years as a just rough guess. It's just math numbers on the page kind of thing. Cash flow. Remember we said we had $3.8 billion of jack that they make divide by the shares. I get a per share basis. I can take that mirror the same forecast as uh, EBITDA and I get $15 out long term as a cash flow forecast for this business. I apply yield, 4% yield, I get a stock price of $375. I average the two and I get $383. That is a rough, rough guess, estimate. Nobody knows what the future holds. Uh, you know, finger in the air price for a stock. Okay, what does that mean? I can buy as much stock as I want right now at $234 a share. I think long term, it's in the $380 range ballpark out there. I'm going to get a cash flow yield here every single year. That's either a dividend. They're going to buy back stock. They're going to make acquisitions. They're going to do what they want. But it's it's my rightful cash. It's my pro rata ownership as a partner in this business. That's what I'm entitled to. This is my cash flow stream. That gives me an IRR of 10%. That means that this business, I'm making 10% annually on my money 
every year for a decade. Now, it, now the uh, Fed, Fed rate right now is 5.5%. So you can make 5.5% on a risk-free bond, or I can make double that on a company that has no, very, very little debt, has a long track record of growing, and seems to be an integral part of the global economy processing payroll for 41 uh, million people. That seems really interesting. It's an interesting risk-reward basis uh, on my part that, that I believe. And our growth rates here are half what they were before. So it's a very interesting uh, company. Check out ADP. Love to understand your thoughts on it. Let me know a comment down below. Let's review the five key attributes. Number one, top line revenue growth. Yes, it's growing, growing mid single digits. Number two, uh, earnings, enterprise level earnings, EBITDA. Yeah, it's growing at 10% historically. Strong free cash flow. Absolutely. $3.8 billion of, of jack. That's amazing. Very little capex. Low debt, debt's essentially 0.7% leverage. Uh, I like that a lot. And well priced, yeah, I think it's well priced. We're gonna give this stock a good rating uh, because it's it's basically a market return in a world where it's very hard to find stocks that are gonna return a market-based return over the long term. I think in general, the stock market is pretty richly um, valued given some of the just underlying economic data that I'm seeing. But this is a return. This is the review of uh, ADP. I hope you enjoyed it. Hit the like button, subscribe. It really helps me out. I'm trying to grow the channel. Thank you very much for doing that. Uh, throw me a comment down below for the old algorithm if you like the material. That helps as well. If you want to learn more about this, right? My my professional gig. I'm a CFO. I work for private equity companies. Um, I do this as just a fun hobby. Uh, but I also teach people to do this on their own. If you want to join the Cashflow Club as an analyst, you can work for me. I'll teach you how to do this. You can just email me in the description uh, my bio. If you want to do this on your own, you can. I teach a course on how to build uh, um, financial models, both as an investment banker. If you want to go into investment banking, you can take that course. Or if you want to build your own stock portfolio and be able to uh, run numbers for your own companies and build forecasts, I do that as well. Last thing, you can also join the Cashflow Club where uh, me and some analysts kick out annual, excuse, kick out reviews of stocks that we find very interesting. We do about 10, 15 stocks a month, uh, things that we find interesting. I host a webinar where I talk through kind of the economics um, of uh, landscape and kind of pick out some stocks that I think are kind of interesting, uh, but it's always up to you to do the due diligence. Uh, check out the website, cashflowinvestingpro.com. Thank you so much for the time. This is Rational Investing. My name is Cameron Stewart, CFA. I appreciate the time. Take care. Bye-bye.